listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Wednesday morning. Now, in the next 15 minutes or so, we're chatting with children's author Suzanne Yunan of the non-profit Green Dragons. And Suzanne will be talking a little bit more about her upcoming book, which is called The Green Dragon and the Angry Monkeys, and also about her upcoming photo competition. Welcome back on the program, Suzanne. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you, Noreen, and thanks for having me back. It's yes. always a pleasure. It's always nice to, to speak to you. Now, let's quickly sort of go back to the beginning of Green Dragon. Um, we all know you're very passionate about the environment and also about spreading awareness uh, to protect and clean up the, the, the environment. When did this passion sort of first begin? Well, I've always had a love for the natural environment. I grew up in a very rural, green um, town. Um, so it's always been a part of my life. Um, I was also, um, from quite a young age, very um, proactive with recycling um, long before the doorstep collection days. So I would cycle into town with bags of cans and newspapers and things like that as as a, a youngster. Um, so it's always kind of been in my blood. Um and then um, I also lived uh, a fair few years of my adult life in Germany. And um, as you may know, um, the Germans are absolutely amazing at the whole recycling and waste management yeah. issue. So I learned a lot and my eyes were opened living in Germany. Um, and then back in 2015, I found myself moving to Hong Kong with my family and uh, after around a year settling in, um, I joined a dragon boat team. Completely new sport to me, and I loved it from the get-go. Um, but it actually um, opened my eyes to the beaches in Hong Kong and just how much rubbish would wash in. But it actually wasn't until uh, Typhoon Hato uh blew through Hong Kong, which was a category eight, um, around a year later. Um, well, actually, I think it was 2017. Um, and the devastation on the beaches was just phenomenal. I um, answered a call from a, a beach cleanup group to join them on Mahang Beach. And it was then that I saw just how much plastic and rubbish was in the ocean. It was really very moving, very frustrating. It, uh, evoked a whole host of emotions and started uh, a new tangent of my life, to be honest. Absolutely. Yes. And that sort of transitioned into uh, writing and also uh, writing books for children. Um, did you always have a passion for writing then? Um, yes, actually, not as an adult, more so as a child, but I never really thought I was any good at, good at it. So I didn't pursue it. Um, but then when I had my own child, I wrote him a couple of stories, which um, are just for him. Um, I've never published them. Um, so um, working with the Dragon Boat community, which was my first project to kind of raise awareness to what's going on in Hong Kong and around the world, it's not just a problem for Hong Kong. Um, I realized that um, People have to grow up with this. They need to know about this problem and have a love of nature from a very young age. And that's what kind of propelled me towards the book writing and the storytelling. Um, it was all very scary. Never done it before. Um, and there was a lot of research and investigations on whether to go down the traditional publishing route or publish myself. 
um, and I decided to publish myself. So it was a massive learning curve. <laughs> I'm sure it, it. You know, you have to be in charge of the writing, sourcing. You know, an illustrator, and also the marketing. It really yes. is a, a, your own mini uh, publishing house. So now uh, let's talk about your books, the Green Dragons, um, the the, dream, uh, the Green Dragons collection. Congratulations, Suzanne. This is your fourth book, um, the Green Dragon yeah. and the Angry Monkeys. Tell us a little bit yeah. more about what it's about. Um, so the monkeys have always um, intrigued me. Um, they're a little bit scary, also quite comical. And uh, it just one day I decided to just research, well, where did the monkeys come from? Because um, you know, they're not indigenous to Hong Kong. So how come we've got this huge population of monkeys over in the New Territories to Kowloon side? And I found an amazing story, the backstory on how they came. I'm not going to give too much away, but it's actually a true story. And um, it just sparked my imagination and... Um, a story came from it and I just built on the story, but it's all based on true events that happened long ago in Kowloon. And it's all based around uh, the building of the reservoir and how the monkeys came. Yeah, I think I so, missed your last book, Suzanne, because I was away and I think Sadia interviewed you. So are these books sort of, um, do they sort of stand up in its own right or do you have to read the, the previous ones in order to enjoy the next ones? Or are they sort of individual stories? <laughs> They're individual stories. Um, some of the characters follow through, but um, you can read them standalone. Yeah. yeah, but they're all based in Hong Kong, in different parts of Hong Kong, and all highlight a different topic um, to focus on for the environment. Um, and the the fourth book is about how introducing um, a non-native species can have an effect on the environment. Yeah, it's so wonderful that you set your books in Hong Kong because I, I'm from Hong Kong. I'm born and raised here. And, you know, growing up, we always read books that were set overseas with overseas characters and themes. And it's really, really lovely for, for, for children of Hong Kong to be able to, to read about their own um, home and also for other people overseas to read about Hong Kong as well. So yeah. did you have that in mind when, when you were setting your books in Hong Kong? Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I've only lived in Hong Kong for you know, almost eight years now, but um, I love Hong Kong and I'm always telling friends and families back home about how wonderful it is and the, the environment and the scenery. Uh, you have the combination of the big city and all this space in the jungle to hike in and the beaches. So I thought it would be a nice touch for the children. And I think it um, strikes a chord with them when they see the different um, scenes in the books um, that are local and familiar to them. So it makes that makes it a little bit more real. I do highlight to them that this is these problems are not problems just for Hong Kong. This is the world over, but the books are just written based in Hong Kong. Yeah, because then when they read it, they really feel like they have such a stake in it because it, it's about their home. And speaking of involving mm -hmm. children, I know uh, in the past few years, you've also uh, hosted a, a number of competitions. And this year, uh, you've got another photo competition coming up. Um, uh, let's rewind a little bit. Tell us about the idea behind your photo exhibit, uh, photo competition for the children. Well, I like to do something different every year last year was a book writing competition the, the previous, previous year, year was, was a song 
songwriting. Yeah, that's that right. was amazing. Yes. yes, that was very exciting. Um, I just posted the videos again of uh, the the two top winners um, because I just love the songs and the videos that go with it. So this time of year is always really exciting for me. Um, so this year I decided, you know, the kids have spent so much time inside being locked down. Um, I'm always trying to encourage the children to go out in nature and, you know, it's good for our physical health and our mental well-being. Um, so I thought a photograph competition, photography. So I want them to go out in nature. Yes. Yeah, I want them to go out in nature. It can be anywhere that's natural, a park, a country park, the beach, the jungle. It actually doesn't have to be in Hong Kong if they happen to be away on holiday. They can have uh, a picture taken where they are in the natural environment. And I want that picture to be really impactful. Why did they choose this particular scene or location um, and have a little story behind it? Um, and also to take, if they can, um, a copy of one of the Green Dragon books and let me know it, how that book impacted them, if the book impacted them and why they like the stories. So it's kind of bringing a couple of elements together. That's so exciting. And I really love that idea of it's true, you know, that the pandemic has affected all of us in different ways. But particularly these young ones have really been stuck indoors on online classes and haven't been out and about. And it's really important for their mental well-being to do so. And this way they can see the city and explore Hong Kong uh, once again. Mm. Now, I know, Suzanne, you, you often go to schools to, to give chats. Um, also, you've been involved with the Young Readers Festival. Uh, I think that's how, how we met. How do children sort of um, react and respond when you tell them about the environment and, and the importance for, for us to look after it? What do they tell you? I have a, a lot of varied um, feedback from the children. Um, there are children that go hiking with their families uh, most weekends or fairly often. There are children that don't like to go outside at all. They prefer to stay in or stay in the urban area. So um, those are the tougher nuts to crack. Um, I try to encourage them to um, take it easy, you know, just take a short hike at first. Um, I actually even a, a couple of years ago, I produ produced a free hike pack for one particular hike in Hong Kong, and I will be uh, producing another one for a different part of Hong Kong just to encourage the children to get outside. Um, there's some activity sheets as well. So um, many children are very unaware. It's getting better. I have to say the schools are doing an amazing job, um, but many children are unaware of how drastically the, the amount of plastic has increased over recent years and how it's impacting the environment and bringing the characters in the stories into it makes it a little bit more real for them. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's it's a real wide range. But thankfully, I have to say, in, in more recent years, the children are quite clued up about it. Um, I think there is quite a big problem with children not getting outside enough in Hong Kong into the nature. And I always tell them it's like it's a little bit like brushing your teeth. It's part it should be part of your healthy routine. You might not be able to go every day, but perhaps once a week or twice a week, even if it's just to a little local park 
and listen to the birds, see what sounds you can pick up, what can you smell, what can you see um, with the different seasons as well. It's just trying to raise their consciousness a little bit about the environment. When it's a part of our lives, we want to protect it and look after it. Yeah. And I think that's the message. You're right. Um, why do you think this is, Suzanne? Because you're right. I, I mean, I notice a lot of during the weekends, these learning centers are often full of children. Maybe they've got piano lessons. And, and it's true that a lot of children are stuck indoors, uh, mm-hmm. learning different things, which, which is also great to expand their minds. But then there's also then less emphasis of going outdoors and just being outside and, and, and playing. Do, do, do you notice that as well? Yeah, I think it's quite a cultural thing here. There's a lot of emphasis on the academics and having a great CV, even as a child, um, lots of activities. Um, But I think there is a shift now um, looking to the future. Employers are looking for something more broad ranging, wide ranging and um, individuals who are more in touch also with the natural environment and who want to get up outside and go outside. Um, We all have heard the reports on how our mental health is affected if we don't go outside and how uh, we can get our endorphins running and lighten our mood just for going for a brief walk for 20 minutes. So um, I'm hoping that that's changing. That's that's my mission anyway. <laughs> and I think you're really on your way to achieve it. So can you tell our listeners how we can support your work? When are you going to be launching your book, The Green Dragon and the Angry Monkeys? Well, very soon, I hope, within the next month. Um, it's been a little bit... <laughs> Uh, delayed unfortunately Um, but hopefully within the next month so there'll be details on the Facebook page Instagram and the website very soon Um, I think to support my work um, is really just to perhaps take a step into the unknown if you're not used to going outside in nature, push the boundaries a little bit and help me spread the message. Um, if you are a family that take your children out and about and hike, that's wonderful. Perhaps you can involve um, other family members that have children or invite some of your children's friends to join and, and make it a bit of an adventure. Um, just to repeat again, I think when we feel a part of something and we grow to love it, then we become more inclined to protect it and do our best. And I wish you the best of luck with the launch and also with your photo competition. I can't wait to see what the children uh, come up uh, with. Uh, Do they have to be a certain age and how can they find out more about the photo competition? Um, Well, I usually do age categories, but I think taking a photo is quite easy across all of those. Um, So it's just open for anybody up to the age of 12 years. Um, There's details launched uh, just yesterday on my website. So uh, that's www.draco, D-R-A-C-O, Viridi, V-I-R. IDI.com. That means green dragon in Latin. So if you forget that, you can look it up. Um, and uh, yes, yeah, so it's it's very easy. There's just a few 
points to make sure that you include in your photograph. As I mentioned, you have to be outside in nature. You have to have an impactful photograph. Perhaps it's something that you absolutely love. Maybe it's something that scared you. Maybe you found a wonderful view, um, anything really like that, as long as you have a little backstory with it. Excellent. So all the details are on the website. I can't wait to, to, to interview some of the winners as well for your photo competition. And best of luck. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Suzanne Yunan of Green Dragons uh, talking a little bit more about her fourth book. And it's uh, going to be launched soon. The Green Dragon and the Angry Monkeys with a backstory of how the monkeys uh, came to Hong Kong. And also uh, her latest photo exhibition, which is a great way for our uh, young children to be out and about and to spread awareness for the environment. Thank you so much, Suzanne. Thank you, Noreen. Thank you.